And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. Why did Warrendale nurse Gillian Fox douse Ella Fontaine's trailer with gasoline and start a conflagration, then walk into the flames to face certain death? What mystery could be so terrible that Gillian Fox, Ella Fontaine's ex-girlfriend, would willingly die for it? Seeking answers back at Warrendale, Mary uses her beauty and allure to win from Dr. Blank the key to Ella Fontaine's storage unit. Ella Fontaine has vanished, but in her trailer before it was reduced to molten slag, Mary, Scott, and John found a version of the design from Hubert Barker's mysterious tapestry painted on the bedroom ceiling. But what can the connection be between Julia, Hubert Barker, and Arthur Mendez, the head of preservation at the Chicago Museum of Art? Now in the car with loyal Scott Daskin and the charming John Cowan, we hear Mary say... There it is. Morton's safe storage. Doesn't look that safe. No. Morton's creepy, random, bloody body parts storage center. At least it's open 24 hours. Mm. I don't like the way it looms there. Well, don't look at it then. Good idea. I'll look at Scotty instead. There's a good chance there's nothing in there. That Elefantine's storage locker is cleared out too, just like her trailer was. You're probably right. But we have to go in there before the police do. They must be starting to investigate why Jillian Fox walked into the fire like that. Why she'd willingly kill herself? At least they won't find that design Ella painted on her ceiling. So they won't connect Elefantine to Julia. Unless... Unless the police ask anyone at Warrendale if someone had threatened Ella. Which will take about two minutes. Plus, whatever they end up saying about us hurrying out of that staff room with the key... That nurse almost had a heart attack when he saw me, thinking I was Julia, obviously. That's the only reason we got out of there, I think. That nurse didn't want to get stabbed in the neck. Well, I guess Julia's good for something, anyway. I'm ready to go in there. If you are. I'm ready. Whatever we find, I'm ready. Me too. Okay. Let's go. Unit 402, here we come. Here it is. Just a big orange door. Hiding untold horrors. Mary, if there's, you know, some kind of... If there are all sorts of dead bodies in here... Then... Then I think the three of us go to a bar and pretend none of this ever happened. That's what I thought. And we we move to Costa Rica and go to the beach and drink all day and never, ever, ever talk about any of this ever, ever again. Hmm. Now I'm sort of hoping for bodies. One. Two. Uh, uh, three. Huh. Not exactly storage wars. Huh. Well, boxes, um... Oh, clothes. Dishes, huh. Not much here. Hmm, I like this table. Kitschy. Formica's kind of cool now. My grandma used to have these chairs, too, with those weird plastic cushions. I doubt she's coming back for any of it. This looks like a dead end. Maybe. These chairs are exactly the same. I'm just gonna sit down here. Wait, listen. Did you hear that? Yes, John. Somehow, a whole generation of men and women in the 1950s decided that sitting on a cushion that hissed under your butt was like, fine. Like, don't mind me, I'm just... Mary, what about this? Look. It's not even that comfortable. Clothes. (gasps) Spattered with paint. Blue and silver. The clothes she wore to paint the ceiling of the trailer. Hmm. Strange that she'd keep them. I'm going to check the pockets. 
Hmm. Oh, here's something, Scott. See what this is. Oh, lots of tissues, too. Just just a receipt for the paint. Oh, nothing much. Some gum wrappers. John, are you really going to sit there? I'm reading this letter. What letter? Sitting right here on the table. Addressed to Jillian Fox from Ella Fontaine. Oh, what's it say? Um, Dear Foxy, anything you want in here is yours. One day, maybe I'll come back for it, but probably not. I know we have different ideas about the future. I wish we didn't, but I don't blame you for it. I just want to say that the months I spent with you were the happiest of my life, which isn't saying much, I guess, but you know what I mean. You were sweet and fun and accepted me for what I am, even when I was mean to you or not in the mood. That was a great gift to me and the first time I ever felt that I could be myself with someone. I guess this is turning into a goodbye love letter, so goodbye love. After I take care of those things we talked about, I'm going to be on a warm beach drinking rum and enjoying my life, and probably that's how I'm going to ride this whole thing out until whatever happens, happens. But I will always think about you and wish you were with me. I love you. Ellie. Oh. I don't like this. That is so sad. Jillian never got to read the letter. The poor sweetheart. So Ella Fontaine left without telling Jillian, just wrote her this letter, gave her the key to the storage unit, and vanished. To some beach. Let me see that, John. After I take care of those things we talked about, I'm going to be on a warm beach drinking rum. That's how I'm going to ride this whole thing out until whatever happens, happens. Hmm. It sounds like she's writing her will or something. Yes, but it sounds like she's going around visiting people before she disappears for good. Headed to that beach we were just talking about before we came in here. I can't believe Jillian Fox just killed herself. Oh, Scotty. Right in front of us. She looked so sad. Well, she had some reason. Something to do with what's going on, obviously. I wish that letter were more helpful. Someone's coming. Quick, Mary, hide the letter. Hello? Oh. Hello. Oh, well, hello. Who are you? We, we're friends of Ella Fontaine. Oh. Oh? I just, she said she was going away for a while. I saw the sensor go off. Someone in here, I thought I'd come check it out. Uh, we got the key from Jillian Fox. All right. Right. Here, uh, the key. Uh, that's the key. She, um, I, I am moving into a new apartment. She thought maybe there'd be some stuff I could use. Sounds good. I'm Zip, by the way. Zip O'Neill. Oh, Mary Marshall, uh, Scott Dascom, John Cowan. Hi, fellas. Hi. So you got in touch with her, I guess? With Jillian Fox? Uh-huh. That's her friend. Y yes. Who you got the key from? Yes. So Jillian said go through things, not Ella? Ella told Jillian, who told us. Uh-huh. Well, not much to go through. I guess that table and chairs. I like the chairs. I guess the other guy didn't want anything. The other guy? Older gentleman. Well-dressed. Came by just a couple of days ago. Oh, no, no, I guess he didn't. Seems strange to me. Guy like that obviously had all the money he needed. Don't know what he wanted with this stuff. You don't know him, I guess? Oh, well, I might, I might know who you're talking about. That guy who came to Warrendale to visit Julia. Well-dressed, fancy car. Sounds like him. Uh, uh, Zip, did you happen to get this man's name? August, he said. His name was August? He said. Did he have a key? He must have. He was in here. Was August his first or last name? 
That's one of those names where it could be either one. Uh, could, could you describe him? Well, he wasn't the friendliest guy, that's for sure. He was alone? Alone. Sort of tall, slim, you know, rich guy. You could tell from the suit and everything. Was he American? Well, I wondered that. Sounded like he was, but also, you know, maybe not. White guy? He was a white guy. White hair, glasses, blue eyes. I remember that. Matched his tie. His tie had hammers all over it. Hammers? Little tiny hammers. Like hammer and sickles? Like communists? No. Uh, no. Just hammers. Did he say what he was looking for? Like I say, not the friendliest guy. I got the idea he didn't want to talk much. Did he say how he knew Ella Fontaine or Gillian Fox? Nope. But you let him look around anyway? I'm just here mostly to make sure nobody's living in their storage unit. Or <sighs> breaking into steel TVs or whatnot. He had a key. He wasn't doing any harm. August. Just August. That's what he said. You know him, I guess? He's a friend of my sister's. Oh. Huh. So, no hurry, I guess, but uh, I should get back down to the security room pretty soon. Okay. I think we've seen what we've needed to. You sure? Yeah, I think so. Well, all right. Ella seemed like a nice girl. Surprised to hear her talk, though. Oh? You wouldn't think a girl like that would be so religious. Religious? In what way? Uh, just the way she talked, you know. I guess, no offense, I guess that's just how some people think. <laughs> um... Think about what? Oh, you know, all that talk about the end of the world. The end of the world? I know. Mary, you still have that letter? Uh, Right here. You think Ella and Jillian broke up because Ella was some religious nut? Oh. No, but John, that doesn't make sense. Jillian was the one who was talking like that. Before she stepped into the fire. That's right. Here, let me see. I'll turn on the dome light here. Thanks. Uh, Ella's letter says, I know we have different ideas about the future. I wish we didn't, but I don't blame you for it. Then, uh, so goodbye, love. After I take care of those things we talked about, I'm going to be on a warm beach drinking rum and enjoying my life. And probably that's how I'm going to ride this whole thing out until whatever happens, happens. Oof. That suddenly sounds sort of scary. Ah. The end of the world. Well, it was, I guess, for Jillian. Oh, but how does this attach to Julia? Why was that man August visiting Julia at Warrendale? And why did he come here to Ella's storage unit? What was he looking for? It must have had something to do with that design on Ella's ceiling. Which means it connects back to Hubert Barker and his tapestry somehow... Which means we need to talk to Mr. Barker. Now. You won't want to miss the next chapter in Mary from Michigan Saves the World at this same time tomorrow when you'll hear Mary say... It's Mary Marshall, Mr. Barker. I'm sorry to bother you so late, but it's really important I talk to you right away. That's tomorrow on Mary from Michigan Saves the World.